This is a HeadGum Original. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Vroom, vroom, beep, beep, welcome to the pit wall, live from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> It would be fun if you took down, (laughs) if that was behind you, it was just like a sheet, and you were just on the beach. (laughs) Live from uh, from I-95, it's the pit wall. Uh, I'm just kidding around, folks. I'm not in (laughs) Miami. I'm uh, I'm in Los Angeles, where I live. Uh, And... uh, uh, Jeff is not here. Let's start off with who's not here. <laughs> Jeff is not here. Jake is not here. But we've got Marika and we've got Pyle. And uh, I'm actually uh, I'm actually looking at my notes now. I'm supposed to do an LL Cool J style intro of everybody. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to that now. I wish I had. LL Cool J music that I could play. <laughs> well, it's, um, to be fair, it's the Will I Am Orchestra music that you need. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, did you, sorry. Did I, you uh, not watch the intro? To I the watched. Race? I did watch the intro on TikTok. Uh, not before the race started. <laughs> I turned the TV on, and the race was like up, like starting. It was like turn one. I turned it on. Wow. Uh, sorry about that, everybody. But I did watch this part later. And here here it goes. I guess. All right. Here I, we go. <laughs> you're so upset. Okay. All right. I could do this. Jesus. You don't have to do it no, in the I style can. of LL Cool J. And I can words. do it in the style of LL Cool J. And I will. LL Cool J and I actually share the same birthday. Oh, wow. And now I'm going to embody LL Cool J. This is a lot of wind up for not a good <laughs> joke. This is going to be such a letdown, I think. I don't even know what's about to happen. I'm... I just copied some of the okay. descriptions that he said for the drivers for us. <laughs> and uh, two yeah, of see. them you know aren't what? even here. And you know what? It's uh, it's a little hard. Do you want to... me to do it? No, do I it. can do it. I can, and I'm about to do it right now. It's a homecoming for your local boy done good. Let's give it up for your podcast principal, <laughs> Casey Donahue. Deepest, bluest, my head is like a shark's fin. <laughs> 
There's one down. Okay. You are actually from Florida, Casey. Yeah, I'm yeah. from Florida. Which is are you from? Are you closer to the track one? than Sergeant? Where did you grow um, up? Coral Gables? Look, Coral Springs. I'll Coral look Springs. into that. Hold on. You're getting me out of character. Oh, I, God. I, sorry. I have to get through... <laughs> Oh my God! All these. <laughs> He's gonna do it all again. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get back in. Okay, hold on. Oh my God. Okay. All right, let's start. All right, I'll do. I'll do Jake's next. <laughs> He's not here. Yeah, Jake's Just a not reminder. here. Okay, here it comes. He's a fun-loving driver with multiple Grand Prix wins and incredible one-lap pace. It's the late. Jaking Hurwitz, rest in Pirelli. <laughs> Which, to be clear, was Bottas's intro, and is just kind of like, why does they he say he's got one also. lap pace? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like for uh, qualifying, but still. <laughs> <laughs> He carries the historic Williams team name forward with an impressive start to Formula One season. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Andrew Pile Up. Okay. Again, what are words? <laughs> a French racer with a French team who is a fan favorite and a race winner. Let's hear it. For the United Colors of Jefferton. <laughs> was Pierre Gasly's. Mm-hmm. Pierre Gasly as... Uh, yeah, I really did say it that way. As, as LL uh, said. And finally, she's a game changer and a change maker. <laughs> I knew she's you were royalty. Marika Brownlee. <laughs> Yeah, that one made me laugh very hard. <laughs> this intro was so funny. Um it, and watching the drivers during it was also very funny because they looked so embarrassed that yeah, this was they, happening. I was so happy that Nick DeVries just kept walking <laughs> I, as soon as logan stop. sergeant as soon as logan sergeant stopped started talking i was like oh my god don't make them talk to him they all were gonna have to <laughs> and nick really carried the charge and i was I, so happy they, they obviously i think uh nick not nick uh logan like they were like you're gonna come out you're gonna say something you're gonna get the american crowd riled up it's F1 in America for the first time ever is how we're acting. And Logan <laughs> comes out and he's like, what does he say? Like, bring the noise, America, or some shit. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> hey, America, keep that energy up. Yeah, this is basically the, This is the first and last time you're going to cheer for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone uh, here from Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> <laughs> Crowd goes nuts. Oh, man. It's the Miami GP. If you can't figure it out already, folks, here on the Pit Wall, which is a, an F1 podcast for casual fans. 
And uh, it's the first race this year in America. And and they made a huge to-do about it uh, for a race that I think ultimately was fine. Yeah. I feel the same. Yeah, I think for, like, what the qualifying was, it was kind of, like, weak soup. I mean, I think there was kind of, like, a lot of potential for craziness, and people pretty much shuffled into their expected places pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. With the exception of a couple who just underperformed. <laughs> no one really, like, outperformed their expectations, I think. Yeah. It was it was the race that really uh, kind of... I don't know. The end of it just made it feel like, and this is what you should expect the rest of the year, is mm-hmm. this. The first four races weren't a fluke. It's just these three guys <laughs> for the rest yep. of the year. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, that, that, was, that, was, that was how I felt at the end of it, watching it. I was like, okay. You know, qualifying was exciting because it was like, oh, well, Max is starting from ninth. Yeah. Everyone's going to give him a fight. And then no, but everyone was just like, here you go, Max. Oh, I see Max coming. Better. <laughs> my race isn't with you. Better. Yeah. Because you're uh, racing against my car. Racing against God. <laughs> <laughs> racing my against race is God. with Albon. <laughs> You are God. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, Charles Leclerc has gone from here comes Max Verstappen. Let me pull over, give him enough space to go. <laughs> Wave and him now. By. Here comes Kevin Magnuson. And I'm gonna <laughs> struggle and lose to him. <laughs> yeah. That was so wild. Oh yeah, bro. I hated I mean, watching I, I no one fight Max. Yeah, I mean, I get the not like tussling with Max because it's like, what's the freaking point? Um, but, but they talk about even making it tennis. a show so much that it's like you could help yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, here's the deal: if you're gonna have LL Cool J come out uh, into the parking lot of the Hard Rock Stadium. Mm-hmm. Not even in Miami. Let me look it up. It's not in Miami. No, it's in um, <laughs> Miami Gardens. I stayed in Miami Gardens once. I went down for a Habitat for Humanity trip during college. Miami Gardens was like not cool. <laughs> not a great area. <laughs> yeah. I think it's There's much better now. Happening um, in South Florida. But I think it's I think a lot changed. But it's interesting that that's where it was to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I've been there. Never yeah, swore I'd this, never go back, <laughs> but I guess maybe someday I will. Yeah, the uh, the Hard Rock Stadium is uh, is closer to where I grew up than Miami proper. So um, yeah, and I'm trying to look where Logan Sargent is from. I think he is from Fort Lauderdale. That's what they said yeah. on the broadcast. But what do they uh, know? I thought he was from West Palm Beach. But, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think they know what they're talking about. They're at Sky Sports. I've seen their programming. They yeah, constantly don't get Florida. S- screwing up their show. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Ultimately, this is this is closer to my home race than Logan Sargent's, uh, and 
wanted to get and to the bottom of that. That's why you're the local boy done good. I'm that's the local right. boy done good. Um, <laughs> I think uh, going back to the LL Cool J entrance, I think there that was one uh, to be like F1 in America. And two, to let everyone there know who the drivers were because I don't think anyone there actually watches <laughs> Formula One. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of reminding people how things worked and who people were during the broadcast that got yeah, real Sky Sports old definitely real fast. dumped it down. This was <laughs> yeah. not like a Silverstone level no. <laughs> broadcast. No, this was this this was broadcast on ABC network television. Oh, wow. I didn't wow. know that. Me neither. Um Yeah, huge, huge race for for America. Uh, and which is interesting because this was the second Miami race. I guess I didn't watch uh, the intro last year because Miami was the first race I watched. Oh, so maybe, maybe, maybe last year they saw the Miami numbers, mine, my number, and they mm-hmm. were like, "Okay, people, people in America are watching now. Let's make next year a big deal. Let's tell them about the local boy done good." Who will? Yeah, there wasn't will be as much last. fanfare. Yeah, I think the celebrity year. draw to Miami was probably the most impressive of the whole season. So I think that's a little bit what people in America, at a least, lot the, of, yeah, a lot of celebrities out of this celebs. week. But honestly, I think I think Vegas is going to be. Oh, it's going to be insane! Vegas is going to eclipse the Super Bowl. Here's well. Here's my the Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix is going to become bigger than the Super Bowl. Mark my words. (laughs) Heard it here first. Here's my question: Miami has sports teams around it and in it. Mm -hmm. Vegas doesn't really. No, they do. I mean, they do now. What teams? I guess my point. NHL, are they still in the playoffs or they get kicked out? Pyle, do you know? I have no idea. Wait, I guess my point is like this is a big sports like center along with like the celebrities, but Vegas doesn't have the sports aspect as much as Miami. So I wonder if it will. It doesn't matter. The Vegas sports are all new. This is not a sport. People are not there to see sports, they're there to like drink in a fake boat. Which that's so funny which to me. can I can I explain a niche side of TikTok that I ended up on this weekend? Please surrounding the Miami GP. There was influencer drama on TikTok because the com- the makeup company Tart, who has done these like influencer trips, invited people to the Miami GP. So a bunch of influencers influencers got to go to the GP, but because they made a typo in an email people didn't realize that they weren't staying for the race they were like leaving on saturday (laughs) and so one woman a black woman got on tiktok and was like i just feel like othered because of this like not being allowed to go to the race and some people are and ultimately was just like a clerical error but then to resolve this they sent another black woman to go to the race (laughs) Ah. (laughs) or like not to go to the race but like to go there for the weekend and then that caused problems uh 
and it was just all my tiktok feed was all of this and then of course like other f1 like content creators being like they're not inviting f1 content creators to the race they're just inviting like these people that aren't watching the sport at all they don't know anything about it um which i agree is crazy although i don't i do know that the red flags podcast was there but i don't know about any other f1 content creators yeah there there it it seemed like a lot of a lot of the videos i saw coming out this week uh which was more than usual because here in america we love content so much we love it we gotta get content out of anybody who steps foot in this godforsaken country (laughs) and once the formula one drivers came to america they we sent them everything we got bar stool if i had to guess hot ones like why not you know mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, fucking uh the fucking today's show maybe i don't know <laughs> anyway. guy who just claimed there's infinite content can't name three <laughs> they, they, there's so much content they were making that's there. the problem they, yeah uh were producing like a whole race show that they put on espn and abc and they called it the Miami Grand Prix. We love content. Anyway, so I saw like uh, the 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 barstool guys were there interviewing Max and Checo. Uh, Max, uh, in this one clip I was watching, made a joke about what happened at the sprint last week, where he confronted George and uh you know you know called him a dickhead and all that and he was like making a joke about it and the barstool guys like had no idea what he was talking about really like they didn't even like watch last week's race that's easy prepare for this yeah Uh, so they sent like all these people there that like don't even pay attention to the sport and watching uh, the drivers do all of this press was 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 funny because it really felt like like all right we're in america like we got to do the american thing which is make a youtube video (laughs) yeah i i think that everyone has this really stupid media brief coming in which is like all right we're in america no one here knows shit about anything so the questions you ask can't be specific about f1 because nobody cares so you have to ask these like drivers like basically the kinds of questions you would ask celebrities so the barstool question was who's your favorite American? And Max was just like, what? Like, that is the dumbest question. Like, to his credit, he just didn't even answer that. And then Checo had the best answer I've ever heard, which is Danny Ricardo. Yeah. yeah. That was good. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I, it's, it is just a stupid media fest of, like, this weird gray zone of people trying to be like, we have to elevate these, you know, there's a bunch of celebrities here, but, you know, we're trying to like validate F1 not by not through the sport by but by through like importing celebrity. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's how we're gonna get a popular which is you know, fine. I mean, that's an approach that's like it is it's an obnoxious approach. and stupid, but it is like the way we're gonna do it in America, obviously. Like the only way we know how to do anything is to just re-export it as our own thing. So we'll just tap a bunch slap a bunch of celebrities on it and then like, you know, that's kind of our mark. I don't yeah. know. I assume everyone else who watches F1 around the world is pretty annoyed by it and thinks it's pretty pretty obnoxious and it is yeah 
I don't know if it's as obnoxious as like whitewashing like Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. uh, but whatever. <laughs> uh yeah it's uh it this weekend really made me curious what what vegas actually is going to be like uh because i think it'll be double what yeah saw. i think it should be i think it should be way more of the t- i hope it is yeah i hope they I hope go that's for really over the top yeah, yeah I, I, I hope they go nuts I keep thinking about the Vegas Grand Prix like it is a set piece in either a Mission Impossible movie or mm-hmm. a James Bond movie. Uh, like, like it is something that spies are going to be at trying to <laughs> foil each spies. other's plans. Yeah, there's absolutely going to be it's going to be the distraction for yeah. Ocean's fourteen. Yes, God, um, man, I hope. There's no question this is going to be in a movie. While we're watching the Vegas Grand Prix, a heist is happening at three casinos at the same time. I would love that. They're drilling into the Bellagio from underneath. Oh my God. We see people scaling a building. I'm so excited for that race for all of this (laughs) stuff to happen. Yeah, not the race itself. Yeah, who cares? The heist. Max is going to win. Here's my prediction (laughs) for the, the Vegas GP Max wins. Checo gets second, Fernando gets third, Charles does not finish. He crashes into a wall. <laughs> he crashes into the mini, mini Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Millions of dollars lost. Oh, oh man. Miami GP. Should we get into it? Sure. Yeah. I do want to say I think it was really nice that Martin Brundle got to reconnect with his uh, good friend, the guy that he didn't say the right name for last year they made up it was really cute on his grid walk paulo banchero i'm pretty bummed it wasn't it wasn't that exciting he couldn't talk to a lot of people the only thing he talked to like drivers he talked to that guy um he talked to someone that i guess sampled crofty on his album (laughs) like gotta look into that (laughs) And then uh, he got Jackie Ix to get past Roger Federer's security so he could talk to Roger Federer. That's and a then, I like, saw that clip. He saw, that he saw the Williams sisters and he's like, I'm not even going to try. I can't handle the rejection <laughs> again. And he was like, I've so been good. specifically told that I can't talk to Tom Cruise. <laughs> I want to know what they tell him before they send him out there. Because, you know... Like we we deal with talent. I've I've dealt with talent at like you know scheduling interviews with them and stuff. Like the it's it's the fact that he's out there week after week on a live broadcast and is like I don't know who I could talk. They gave me a list of names <laughs> I can try to talk to and a list of names I can't talk to, and it's up to me to go find them. <laughs> and hope their security does yeah. not put me in and a chokehold. I have to shove my way through 2,000 people <laughs> with no plan. I mean, it's kind of the most amazing thing that happened on live yeah, TV it's, every week. Like, it's it really an incredible, incredible feat. It <laughs> is really fun to watch. But but I, I feel like that can't be the plan. Is like, no, it's fun to watch this happen. And it feels more like... We don't know how to do this better. This is the best we got. We just send them out there and hope for the best. 
I also think they know it works. Like it's people think it's funny and he does get like really good responses sometimes. And it's I don't know. I think it's great. Yeah, I definitely did not love it at first. I thought this was like totally chaotic and unorganized and I like don't care that much. But then now I'm like very into it. I think it's like one of. Oh, yeah. The highlights of the race. (laughs) Have you guys seen any of the ESPN's uh, F1 coverage that they do? That's what I usually watch, but. Well, what I mean, it's not ESPN coverage. This, it's like yeah, this, Sky Sports, oh, right? It's, it's Sky, Sports, yeah, Sky Sports. But this year they started doing like pre and post shows the way that they do other ESPN sports coverage. But it's like it's super polished. It's in a studio and it's not as good as watching the chaos of Martin walking around. Yeah. Uh, watching Ted's Notebook where... Uh, another part of this broadcast where they're just wandering around with a camera and getting in people's way. And then to contrast that to like watching four Americans in a studio, it's like, this sucks. I'd much rather watch them walk around and get yelled at. Speaking of the ESPN broadcast, um, do you guys ever, do you watch Welcome to Wrexham at all? No, no I, I don't watch it, but I know what it's about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one of the funny things about that show is, you know, it's a small football team and then they're sponsored by like the local like Welsh like tractor trailer company manufacturer. It's like a very small operation. And then, you know, uh, Rob McElhaney and Ryan Reynolds buy it. And the next season, they're sponsored by TikTok. <laughs> it's like the same <laughs> thing is happening at ESPN where it's like. It was sponsored by Mother's Car Mother's Wax. Polish. Oh, Mother's, Mother's Polish. Mother's Polish. That Mother's Polish, yeah. <laughs> and now it's Mercedes name. Benz. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's a real glow up. It's a real sign of what's going on with the promotion of, <laughs> of F1 in America. Mother's Polish has oh been edged God. out. <laughs> Thank oh, man. God. <laughs> I was so tired of hearing that lady come on. (laughs) Yeah. This broadcast of ESPN is brought to you exclusively by Mother's Mother's Polish. Polish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Anyway, also on the Sky Sports thing, an incredible intro to the Miami GP, the Fast X crossover. Oh, my God. Amazing. With Vin and Michelle. Just peppering in random references to all of the fast. I mean, I think it was an entirely lines from the movies. (laughs) It was a lot of them. I mean, it was like almost I everything they said. I was like, they you know they mentioned family. They said we live our lives one race at a time. They Uh, did modify that line. I didn't see any of this. Oh, it was pretty amazing. Have to watch it. I'm also a little bit like, like who are we? What are they in character here? Because they're saying no. everything in first person as if like other people don't understand, but we right. get it. like stuff like that. And I'm like, I, are you I we? Is this like the royal we of F1 audiences? Are you an F1 driver now? Are you playing no, yourself from the movies? Just, I'm like, what is the point I of view? I think they were just talking from the standpoint <laughs> of people who pretend to race cars <laughs> and drive fast people that go fast yeah was the was the pov on that one i guess so the other thing i thought was funny was like i saw pictures of vin i think at practice or qualifying and he's wearing like the cutoff shirt with like his logo on it and then in the promo he's wearing the cutoff shirt with the logo on it and then 
the day of the race he's wearing it. So I'm like, he just has like multiple cutoff shirts with his own logo on it. That this is like his uniform. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gotta be. He was having a time. He was asking Oscar Piastri if he uh, got to choose the colors on his helmet. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you choose the colors. He was like, "That's so what? cool, man." He's <laughs> like, "What are you talking about? Uh, what an icon! What a legend!" <laughs> I loved okay, it. we actually talk about the race. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> I mean, what is there to talk about? We all know what happened. You know, let's start with McLaren. They got zero points. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lando Norris, he got 17th. Oscar Piastri, he got 19th. Another bad week for McLaren. I guess last week uh, was a fluke, uh, getting the points, uh, and they're back where they're supposed to be at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I think Oscar had some sort of issue within the first couple of laps, like a engine or, I don't know, energy issue. Um, we don't then- know. We It's not... Look, this race isn't about racing. It's not about <laughs> letting you know what's happening on the track. It's about Fast X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I listened to this race. I was doing yard work, and I just had it in my pocket the whole time. And it, and it is kind of amazing how little you hear from the kind of back markers at all. I mean, yeah. they don't even come up at all. Um, so yeah, I have actually zero clue. I mean, Lando came up a couple times, but I have zero clue what happened, where they finished. It yeah. kind of hit me this, uh, this week, um, because of, uh, what, uh, because of Fernando Alonso's ant- antics this week, man, what mm. a star that guy is, oh, um, God. <laughs> that, that while you are racing in the car, that you really don't know what's happening outside of yourself. When yeah. you are on the track racing, you are racing yourself more than anything. Uh, maybe another guy if you catch up to him. But I guess they really don't know what's going on around them unless they are watching the TV as yeah. they're driving. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like so, in front and back, they a little bit will tell you over the radio, I guess, like who's coming up and, who, you know, what they can see in front. It and was kind of the, funny when Stroll got on thingies. the radio and was like, yeah, so like, what's the plan today? Like, where am I? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that was happening a lot with, like, I feel like a lot of drivers weren't hearing that info. Like, they, at the end of the ESPN one, they were like, Checo's radio has been silent for so long. Yeah. And Max is just like constantly getting information about how close he is and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, that was, was kind of really a weird. funny thing because, like, they were talking about how, yeah, they went to the, you know, race control and they're like, yeah, they're really not telling Checo the same stuff they're telling Max and, like, they're not giving him the, like, differential or whatever. And then they had Christian Horner on who, like, very explicitly addressed that. I feel like somebody must have told him. I, this is me creating drama, but I think somebody saw that on the broadcast and was like, you know, they had Christian on this week. He was like the pit wall guy that they cut to. And like very specifically was like, yeah, we, you know, we give him his top, top times. And like, I think we tell him, you know, Max's lap time and he can like do the math to figure out the difference. It's like they don't tell other people and make them do the math. Like they like tell them the differential specifically as a second, (laughs) second plus or minus marker. They don't like tell you to like do it in your head and tell you like every other. I don't know. It was kind of a weird thing the way he addressed it. 
Um, maybe I'm just making that up. I'm sure I am. But uh, it w- wouldn't surprise me if someone was like, we can't be looking like we're um, not giving check all the information since that sure. was an issue a couple of races ago. Anyway, yeah. getting ahead um, of ourselves here. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that happened to Lando is that he got hit by Nick DeVries from a lockup at turn one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> that was kind of the extent of physical interaction, yeah. though. Not even a yellow flag, I yeah. believe, this entire race. Such a, a bummer. Lean race. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Williams. They scored zero points. Alex Albon got 14th. Logan Sargent uh, got 20th. Uh, that is that is really funny to me that Logan Sargent got 20th because in qualifying, they were making a big deal about him. It's the first race this year in America. We have an American driver, everybody. Look at our American driver. Here he is. We put the American flag on his helmet. We're in Florida. He's from Florida. What are you going to give us, Logan? And he gave us dead last. They abandoned this angle of this broadcast uh, for the race. Uh, They were talking about Ben Quali. He he qualified last, and they were just like, all right, you know what? (laughs) Yeah, here there is an American that will be on the track, but he will mostly just be getting in the way of the race leaders because he ultimately got lapped. Yeah, he did. And Alex Albon, I don't know what he was up to. Did Alex have the golf ball helmet? Who had the yes. golf ball helmet? Yeah, Alex that was tight. Ball. Yeah, I like that one. And his and girlfriend is a golfer, so. Oh, okay, cool. Little oh, that's collab. Yeah. I like the golf ball helmet. Bring it back. <laughs> I liked the beach ball. Yeah, helmet. I did like yeah, Lando's that helmet a lot. But I think I think really the best looking helmet was Charles's. Charles had a really clean helmet this race. I had our look at it. I only remember Carlos's. It had a, it had a, f- a floral pattern on it, but it's like it's like one of those tasteful floral <laughs> patterns, like the kind of floral pattern that would be a wallpaper at a bar that had like eighteen dollar cocktails. Mm. I see. I got. I gotta say, I don't like this. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sick. But that's just me. Sick. <laughs> I agree about the wallpaper, though. I do okay, think it's thank you. tasteful wallpaper vibes. Yeah, in like like a nice bathroom at a mm-hmm. at a hotel bar. Yeah, a dark <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, with like an Edison bulb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on <laughs> to Alpha Romeo, who scored zero points. Joe Guan Yu got 16th. Valtteri Bottas got 13th. Uh, Rough stuff. Yeah. I mean, Valtteri was up high, right? He was out of position, as they say, and was kind of blamed for holding up kind of the midfield. And Charles (laughs) was involved in that DRS train that was going on. He was the source of the DRS DRS train. Yeah. That was the most interesting race thing that happened. <clears throat> because uh, it was like 
five or six drivers, I want to say, when it was the longest train it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, that were they all were in the DRS zone of each other, uh, and uh, as we have talked about before on this podcast, the DRS is when the, the the back wing opens up. If you are within one second of the driver in front of you on certain parts of the track, are the DRS zones where you can open up the back wing, uh, reduce drag, and pick up about ten miles per hour speed on the straight uh that's great if the guy in front of you doesn't have drs but the drs train was because there were a bunch of guys who were all within a second of each other so they all had the same speed boost and they couldn't make up any ground they couldn't gain on each other and it went on for like 10 laps at least yeah it was pretty long yeah it kind of goes on until people start pitting yeah. And, uh, you know, then you get some free air, as they say. And then, there, yeah. you know, sometimes there's kind of a fight for that first place. But, like, I don't know. I mean, there, that did happen. Feltry kind of traded back and forth, I think. Yeah, I think. Who knows? <laughs> who, who, who knows? I don't remember who was here. directly behind him at that moment, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, Charles was in there. Yeah, Charles was in there for a while. Yeah, he got stuck in there. I remember they were talking about that. Like, well, Charles is, he's stuck in that DRS train. He might never get out. I assume also Magnuson. Yeah. Yeah. There were some kind of shootouts later on a little bit between like Magnuson and Charles, right? Yeah, we'll and, get to that. Yeah, yeah there right, was a right, little right. little battle there. Let's, but first, let's let's uh, let's move on to Alpha Tari. They got zero points. Nick DeVries got eighteenth. Yuki Sonoda got eleventh. I feel for Yuki. Yeah, he's been he's been in this area the like all season, like just outside of the points, getting one point. Yeah. He's really fighting to 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 be in the top 10 which i appreciate from yuki yeah i feel like he's like way better uh but he's just below being notable yeah so (laughs) it's kind of in a shitty zone for him but yeah it's cool to see i mean it seems like he's really stepped up i think we've said that before but yeah it's hard to tell if he is overperforming or mclaren is grossly underperforming because if McLaren was doing better, that I think that would be two spots above Yuki, and he would be more consistently around like fourteenth, which right is what I would expect. But he um, last year he was like getting higher in the points. Was he? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I mean i I feel like he has been very consistent this year, but I also kind of get the sense that. The Alphatari car is not doing great. Yeah. Like, I'd maybe put them below Alpine, above uh, McLaren vibes right now. I mean, I think Alpine is uh, a top. I mean, not tip top. When I say at the top, and I'm talking about Formula One. I'm talking about third place. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. think Alpine <laughs> is at the top, folks. They can be a third place team. Uh, 
Gasly and Ocon. Gasly and Ocon. I think they're like a fifth place team. <laughs> that's still that's still the top. Look, if you're talking yeah. about F1, the top is like fifth place. Sure. Okay. Because you're in the points. Yes. <laughs> You're saying fifth fastest car. That would be ten cars. You're saying so that you're the saying midfield yeah, and in, is yeah, the okay. top. In, in Formula One, <laughs> first place doesn't matter. Neither does second or third or fourth. Fifth place is what it's oh all God. about. One of those three okay. tire cars <laughs> just drove by. What what cars? One of those three tire cars. And you think that is more of a car than a motorcycle? I don't know what it is. It looks like a car, but with a like triangular, like a point at the back. Okay, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the reverse, where it's two wheels in the front and one wheel. In <laughs> no, the back. it's it's two in the front, one in the back, and it looks like a go kart seat wise. Oh, you're talking about just... the uh, uh, called the razors? No. I don't know what they are, but people will be driving them around here all the time, blasting music. Open air, yeah. And you think it's a car, huh? (sighs) They act like a car. Blanking on this, I know what this thing's called. You know, they're they're not. They're actually a motorcycle. That's like legally what they are. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, But they look more car than motorcycle. You have to keep in mind. Well, I have a fake one now. It's a slingshot, I believe. Yeah, slingshot, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we all know that. I have a Polaris Ranger. Sick. What's that? It's a UTV. A UTV? For hauling trash. Utility TV. (laughs) Terrain vehicle. Yeah, but I've never actually said it out loud, and it sounded really stupid. Yeah. ATV makes sense. Yeah, even UTV when you makes bought no it, sense. they didn't tell you what the TV yeah. was. You're just like, oh, it sounds cool. And I can uh, like, I use put it to move firewood around, in the firewood, yeah, yeah stuff that, that sounds yeah, right. Brush. That's what I was doing when I was watching, listening to yeah. the race. I was clearing yeah. brush. Gonna put it yeah. in the back of my utility. AT- TV. <laughs> Haas. <Anyway>. Haas. <laughs> Moving on to Haas. They scored one point. Nico Hulkenberg got 15th, and Kevin Magnuson got 10th. Hey, Mag. Scoring one point. Uh, doing better, finally, than Nico. <laughs> yeah. We love that. Um, I mean, Nico hadn't been to this track. Right. So I guess we'll see what happens in the future. But boy, was Kevin putting up a fight kind of yeah. for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he got the points. Yeah, he got a point. Got a point. Um, kept kept Charles behind him uh, until lap 37. And then he took the position back like a few turns later great battle yeah that was fun i mean he was qualified what did he start p fourth fourth that's <laughs> yeah. so funny yeah he, this that's like the second time this has happened to him right that he's had like some crazy qualifying didn't that happen last year or the year before uh, he or it rained or something and yeah he got first in the sprint i think last year oh yeah they brought this up 
But um, yeah, I was kind of hoping that he'd fuck some shit up at the beginning, but he immediately dropped down to seventh and then Ghastly got to like fourth. Yeah. I was going to read his uh, his LL Cool J intro because I remember it being funny when I heard it, but Marika, I think that's the only one you did not add to the list. No, <laughs> it's the, in the... there. It's he's the Where is he? He's the bad boy turned good. The that's Viking racing from Denmark. That's Kevin it. Magnuson. That's, that's it. That's right. There it is. When they when I he guess? said that, he when he said that, I was like, <laughs> was he? And then I was like, I guess he was kind of had a temper. I mean, he had that outburst on TV where he called Suck uh, my balls, mate. He said suck my balls, mate, yeah. Was that Kevin? I thought that was Nico. No, that was Kevin. No, that was Kevin. Nico was the one who came up and said, Yeah, the most unsporting driver. (laughs) (laughs) Great. All right, so I guess if you tell someone on TV to suck your balls, that makes you a bad boy. And now he's a dad, if we recall from Drive to Survive, so he's yeah, turned right. good. So he's turned good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed, Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's that's right. Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Uh, Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portabellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast... Vroom Vroom premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? 
Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Moving on to Alpine. Six points for Alpine. Esteban Ocon got ninth. Pierre Gasly got eighth. Happy for them. Yeah, seems like a good race for them. Finally, both in the points. That's what I'm she talking qualifying, about. though. Where did... Wasn't Gasly out in, like, Q2? No, I think he got fifth. Oh. Or something. Like, he was hmm. decently high up. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't remember where he started on I'm the all out of whack. <laughs> um, I feel like, I don't know, they had some good battles. Both of them between other drivers, like Ocon, I guess, battled Carlos a bit, maybe after he had his pit stop. That's right. Um, Pierre and, like, George and Charles were doing stuff for a while. <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy. I'm happy for our guy, Otmar. Just yeah. getting a little worried about him this season, but hopefully this puts him in good spirits. I'm not worried about him at all. <laughs> I bet I bet he's having a great year. I bet he loves watching McLaren struggle. Yeah, that probably is nice. Yeah, that does probably make him feel good. Um Enjoy the enjoy the points. Enjoy the points. To uh, our, our our little French lads. Please enjoy the points. Oh, yeah. I, I will say I did like in El Cool J's intros for them because they went back to back. It was like like the one that you said for Jeff. He's a French driver, French team. And then uh, uh, Ocon's was childhood friends with Pierre Gasly, turned rivals, turned teammates. Just all about Pierre all right. still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... LL did such a good job with the pronunciations. I was like, I, I don't think there was, was one. So, he nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was genuinely very that. impressed. Yeah, me too. I was like, he was great. Yeah. I he think did he a, should have him back. He, I, I, you know, I'm making, making fun of, of, of everything he did there, but I think he did a really good job. Given I the actually, I really liked hand. it. I thought it was like gonna be very goofy but i was like that was they oh it, it was i mean it was very goofy no i loved it but he yeah, but he sells it he sells it he the sold orchestra it. the orchestra was funny i don't know if i really liked the uh, i'm gonna say i don't know the cheerleaders not love the cheerleaders and the like nfl like ground like running through the yeah you know I entryway that I was a like, stupid yeah i bet that was like contractually contractual shit with the stadium they're like you gotta oh yeah you gotta put the the dolphins jerseys in the cool down room please (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and this year the paddock was in the stadium yeah which was interesting yeah what a weird thing this is <laughs> At least we didn't have the police motorcade this time. It was just another type of vehicle driving them. <laughs> yeah. The that mini really... moke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love a mini moke, man. Uh my wife's uh uncle has a mini moke down in Florida. It's 
exactly. Wonderful. It's funny. It's become synonymous with that part of Florida. It used to be like a French thing, like the French Virgin Islands. Everyone had mm-hmm. mini mokes. But mm. now they brought them to America and they're electric now. Is so, it just like elevated golf cart? Like how people in the yeah, South Yeah, it basically drive. used to be like a souped up golf cart. I mean, they're yeah. lower and flatter than a golf cart. So you're not going to like roll it mm. like you could a golf cart. Yeah. Um, and you can drive them on roads and stuff. They got a roll cage. They're cool. So it was, it was very, it was a very Florida thing to have them riding around in those. In those. Uh, I, you know, it is from my perspective, but like, uh, you know, it's not like they're everywhere. I think it's no, just like. No, but I think in that part of Florida, they're definitely around. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. They're trying people, to make it a thing. Much like everything Miami GP, they're trying to make it a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Crypto.com Miami yeah. GP. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, don't get it twisted. <laughs> we, we have to move on to Aston Martin. <laughs> 15 points for the boys in green. Lance Stroll got 12th. Fernando Alonso got third. I was really feeling for Lance this race. Yeah. Bad quality. He should have been higher. He was uh, caught in that DRS train. He kept trying to fight out of it. Was in the points for a little bit. Fell out of the points. Tough day for Lance. Bad day for the Stroll Trolls. Yep. But Fernando Alonso, his Having the time of his life. podium in five races. Insane. And during the race, watching the race on the, on the screens, driving around the track. So if you didn't watch the race, folks, and you're listening to this podcast as a recap, First of all, get some help. <laughs> First of all, we're sorry that Re-examine you're not really your life I mean, choices. A, getting a lot anything of people, of not a lot, but a decent amount of people have said that they do. We're the voice. So we of shouldn't Formula shame One. them. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not shaming you. I'm. I'm apologizing to you. Yeah, that this that is sense. how you are getting your news about what happened here. So. During the race, Fernando Alonso is driving around the track in his car. He's driving. He's turning left. He's turning right. He's giving it gas. He's braking. And he got bored during the race. And he's like, I wonder what's on TV. And he looks up at the screens. (laughs) And they're showing the race. And he's like, oh, I love this. (laughs) I'm doing this right now. And he's driving. And he's watching the screen. And he sees Lance Stroll battling... Uh, wins a position at turn one, and then and then Fernando gets on on the radio, and he's like, "So where's Lance? I just saw just saw a great move at on turn one. Uh, what position is he in?" And they're like, "Oh, he's in he's in twelfth or something." And he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but the fact that Fernando was watching the race. <laughs> Driving around at 200 miles an hour and just like looking out. (laughs) I do feel like I do feel like I've heard of this happening before, um, and it might have been Fernando, but I don't I don't think it's like a a crazy uncommon thing for them to look at the screens. But it's funny that he like comprehended enough of what was going on on the screen. Like that's wild yeah i'd I mean, imagine 
Yeah, uh, Sky I, Sports was loving it. I mean, they went yeah, and did a whole on-air investigation of what turn he must turn, have been yeah. at. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> which I liked. They could not get enough of it. It was the most exciting thing for them. I, yeah. I, I really liked watching them figure out what turn he was at, too. Yeah, yeah they were like, pull up the GPS. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, wait a second. You have access to the GPS. You have access to replays anytime <laughs> you want. Why don't you do this during normal... <laughs> All the time you miss stuff and you're like, oh, something must have happened. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's, I always assumed that like they can't pull that shit up. Yeah. They're I just actually watching don't, what yeah. like, you know, kinda, like the program feed because every once yeah. in a while, like if someone crashes, they'll cut to the shot of the crash car and then they react like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I Jones don't think they control the it that much. Yeah. I think it's like they can. You're right. I think there is a single feed. Yeah, because I think F1 TV has the same feed. I think. Yeah, they do. That's so odd. Yeah. I guess that's kind of how football. Well, I don't know. I whatever. This doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, they're just watching the, watching it just like us. Yeah. Yeah. I did appreciate. Uh, that Alonzo just kind of towed Carlos for a good 27 laps at the beginning of the race. Um, I mean, I guess like also pretty impressive that Carlos was able to keep up with him, like mm-hmm. behind him for that long. I was, I was proud of him. Um, is it impressive it just... or is it depressing? Because we're all out here. <laughs> being told and trying to believe that Ferrari is a championship contending team. And now here we are talking about how impressed we are that Carlos could hang with the Aston Martin. <laughs> I mean, I think, is I think it's more impressive. <laughs> it's less about the team and more like driving behind someone staying within DRS the entire time. Mm. Uh being in that dirty air, you know, dirty that classic air. when that so when so often dirty air. When so often, you know, the first two people are out of there. They're gone. Yeah. And then everyone's 11 seconds behind. It was a little better this time and I liked that. And then mm-hmm. he fucked it all up. <laughs> I I thought Wait, the the general idea of of Carlos going in was like they timed it to, perfectly. No, they timed it perfectly, but he his tires locked up when he oh, entered the yeah. pit lane because oh, he was oh, speeding oh, yes, yes, yes. to <laughs> make the timing even better to get ahead and of Albon, I think. Uh, something coming out. I he was doing. Exactly he was coming. Yeah, out. He, he was, was trying tr- to avoid that of. train, that yeah. old DRS train. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he ended up between Hamilton and. Albon and ultimately like performed the undercut well, but also had to push on those tires for like the first three laps out of the pit. And so then his, he just had like a lot of degradation and Alonso was able to get past him after he pitted. Um, yeah. And that was really, and then he got a five second penalty, which yeah. uh, made it even worse. <laughs> He got a five second penalty, but but it ultimately did not affect his his place. His yeah. place, yeah. Um I did, and he I did finish notice, where he started. Yeah. 
I noticed uh, after the race, uh, Carlos talking about Ferrari's issues, uh, which are mostly, according to him, tire degradation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what that means for the car. I wish I did, but I'm still new here. I was watching the... Well, I guess we could talk about Ferrari. Like that. so, sixteen so, points. So yeah. Oh, I thought we are already were there. Ferrari, sixteen points. Carlos Sainz got fifth. Charles Leclerc got seventh. Um, Leclerc, but crashed in qualifying uh, twice in P. <laughs> no, not uh, not one was practice. One was practice. He also crashed. Uh, Q three. Charles crashed before. Really, anybody got their hot laps in, which made for a funky well, top ten starting it was like grid. Two people didn't get their hot two laps in. Two out of okay. One of them being Max Verstappen. Uh, it was like it was the last the last minute and a half of the thing. So he it was just the last fucked minute up and a half because he that's when everyone gets there. Yeah, that's when everyone yeah, puts their no, hot lap in. They're, he didn't they put got a the time on the gas. He didn't put it. You know, put a time on the board, and that's his fault because he abandoned his first lap. Yeah, because he went out too late, and you know that's not Charles's fault. And ultimately, I'm proud of him for crashing because <laughs> it made it more fun. Let's start. Let's start the rumor he did it intentionally to fuck over Max, and I <laughs> and love see what that. happens. We yeah. don't have to start that rumor. It's already going through Max's sure. head, yeah, and probably. we are going to see payback. Yeah, in but in, fucking, in five races. Yeah, yeah. in in. Uh, Monaco. Monaco. We're going to f- see Charles's payback, and Charles will be like, What did I do? <laughs> uh, Expect the I same, think... dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do think, I don't know, Charles was saying that the car has just been like inconsistent, and that's the main problem for them. Interesting. Like, it, there, it's just never doing what they expect it to do or want it to do and it's like always a struggle and he said that he was like that he and carlos were talking about it after this race and they were both like this was just like crazy to drive and it does feel like they keep saying something to that effect and i don't know what specific parts are like I mean, the, the, Carlos, like, uh, I, like I was watching an interview with, and uh, after this race, he was like, you know, their the managing the tire te- degradation is their biggest challenge. Uh, they, they, he's like, we we feel like we can hang, but uh, the like last, you know leg of the race the last 20 or so laps uh is when they really struggle with the car because the tires are degrading too quickly uh so i like what does that mean for the car does that what does that what does that mean they gotta work on like is what is causing the tires to degrade quicker than like the red bull you know what i mean like what part of the car do they have to fix to make the tires not wear as much? I think it's a couple things. I think it's primarily the aerodynamics of like what they choose to do. So they like put all this downforce on. So it's like sticks to the track more, but I think it's like that wears the tires out. Yeah. Um, because they need to be faster in the corners, right? Because they can't, mm-hmm. they're not 
that's like where their speed is. This is what mm-hmm. people are saying, right? Like the Red Bull's faster flat out sure. and, yeah, and we are, Ferrari's faster in yeah. the corners. And so it's like, I, this is I dangerously don't know. not casual Formula One talk. Also, <laughs> well, I also, but, but we don't know what we're talking about. So yeah. it does no, kind no, of yeah, bring so it back. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the aerodynamics are degrading the car. I think that's the primary thing. I mean, I think the other thing is if you're in a lot of scrappy driving with like, uh, other drivers like if you're in dirty air you're trying to get around them you're having to defend i think it's just like you're just using your tires more you're just driving more all over the road you're driving out of the racing line more to kind of defend i think it's like all that stuff additively can degrade tires more i mean part of why like checo and max can seem to like draw out these tires so long is that they're often in front and they can just drive however they want um and i think like you know the further you know, mixed up you get with other cars, the harder it gets to go, the harder it is to stay on plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. That's my uneducated yeah, that take. Makes sense. I went on Reddit to see if I could find an answer, but ultimately no one agrees. Uh, and it seems like what you were saying is all, I think it's a all lot of things, things that, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, the setup, uh, whatever camber means or toe like, angles yeah that's like the angle mm, yes. of the wheel uh downforce higher downforce on a car means higher corner speeds faster corners sense. bring more fiction and they're more more heat to the tires mm, yeah yeah more heat mm-hmm. um yeah and then obviously if people are locking up more. Yeah, well, that's Ooh, yeah. Oh, that'll de- that that'll, that'll dig your do tires. It. That'll degrade sure. you, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Watching Carlos talk about it, he seemed uh excited for this little break that we have here. Uh, A lot because, of people. Yeah, it's it seems like everyone's been like, okay, the, the the first five races, it's kind of like this is the car we have for this stretch of races, and now they are maybe able to do a little bit work a little bit of work on the cars for the next little stretch uh and it seemed like carlos was uh looking forward to fixing this tire deg problem over the next couple of weeks and we will see if that's true when we get to italy yeah which for their sake, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> but another I mean, team yeah. that was talking about upgrades was Mercedes. They've been talking about asking. it since, like, Whoa, race Marika. one. Crazy <laughs> that you bring up Mercedes, because they're next <gasps> on the list. They Mercedes, they scored 20 points. George Russell got fourth. Lewis Hamilton got sixth. People were talking about like what a great week this was for Mercedes, but I, I I bet I bet both these guys would disagree. I think they both think that they should be competing for a world championship, not fighting for uh, fourth place. Well, yeah, and I mean, of course, according to LL Cool J, um, obviously uh, George Russell is another British hotshot. He's already highly regarded as a future F1 champion in the making. Yeah. Crazy um, to say. Yeah. Before a race. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I don't know. I was watching the post-race interviews and George was like, I did not expect to get fourth after a bad qualifying. And Lewis was like, I had a good time. It was fun. And I got up from 13th. Yeah. Uh, so I think they like ultimately were like happy with the race, but not sure. in the context, not in the context of happy. I think they wanted did to pretty win. Well. Are they happy? Yeah. No, they're not happy. They're but not they happy. also no, are like Imola is supposed to be the turning point for this car. Yeah, that's what everyone that's... has been saying. So we'll see. So I mean, man, gotta get to Italy. <laughs> I was looking up tickets for the Monza GP. Uh, it's like a hundred and fifty bucks for race day. It's not bad. I I would absolutely do that. I gotta go to Monza, the Temple of Speed. You gotta go to the Temple of Speed. <laughs> I saw a meme that it looks like someone doing this. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it does look like someone pinching their fingers together. Yeah. Yes, I know spicy meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would love to go to Monza. Once I once I looked up those those pre- the price of tickets, I was like, hmm, interesting. How much are flights? Oh, this is, <laughs> oh I'm going to spend money in other places other than the tickets for the yeah. race itself. Of course, to to classic. This. I feel like based on how much ticket prices went down for Miami over like the few weeks beforehand, I'm kind of interested in seeing what. It's gonna happen with Montreal. Like I'd go back to Montreal. Would you go back to f- the Stroll Pavilion? Yeah, maybe I'll switch it up. I wonder. Well, I, first I wonder if the Latifi uh, grandstand has <laughs> Wait, was where it I Latifi sat. Or I, yes, oh, was I sat in the Latifi grandstand. I okay. wonder if that will be renamed the the Stroll grandstand's got free hats, which is kind of fucked. So I would like to go huh. back to. Do they those. say Stroll Troll on the hats? <laughs> they should. Uh, we can we'll DM him and ask for that. Um, if they don't look, if Lance Stroll doesn't sell Stroll Troll hats, we should. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> we get sued by Larry. Who's yeah? We, oh, okay. <laughs> Fine, sue us. We're only making well, I'm never the number going to one Canada. hat. You're never going to get a cent for me. One. Yeah, you'll never get a loony out of my pocket. Yeah. Nice. You think the U.S. is going to give us up to some <laughs> Canadian big shot because we're selling hats that have his name on it? Come on. <laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking about Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. I think Enjoy they did the good. Points. I think they did yeah. good. Enjoy the points. And Lewis had a great race day outfit. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, my God. Sparkly, sparkly jumpsuit beautiful iconic i didn't really see cool. a lot of uh of of lewis uh doing you know the pre-race antics uh that that we've been talking about uh, he did this episode. Um, but he, i do i would imagine lewis likes the experience in miami yeah yeah i think so he did a basketball thing with like whatever watch brand he's with and james marsden A.K. Roger Federer was there, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that was but very otherwise, funny. I don't know. Part of the race uh, again. If you <laughs> didn't watch and you're just learning about what happened from us, uh, they cut to a shot of a guy watching the race, 
hanging on the fence as the cars go by and he's like he's like looking shocked like whoa look at how fast these cars are and then and then a little name comes up so you know who you're looking at and it says Roger Federer <laughs> and I'm like looking at him like I think that's James Marsden I don't think that's Roger Federer <laughs> I go on Twitter sure enough it was James Marsden yeah. very funny yeah I loved it yeah uh, if they knew it was James Marsden, I bet they would have put like jury duty under his name. Maybe X Men, you know. And of course, James Marsden taking in the sights. You might know him from Freebie's Jury Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I would genuinely would have loved that. <laughs> Martin Brendel <laughs> shouting out jury duty. And finally, in first place, Red Bull with 44 points. Sergio Perez got second. Max Verstappen got first. Sergio with pole position. Max Verstappen starting in ninth. The most interesting thing about this race before it started to me was, will we have a new points leader in the championship? Is Sergio going Mm -hmm. to be the new number one? Where Max has been number one since Miami last year, maybe? When did, oh, when did he I don't know. become points leader? It was somewhere around here. Yeah, it was. Um, And he's been in first place since then. So I was like, holy shit, is Checo going to be the new number one? I wanted that to happen so I, bad. I really wanted that. I was really pulling for Checo this race. And... uh and it was, you know, it was Max number one, Checo number two. What are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, I mean, so okay. I think what became clear within like ten laps was that the hard tire was the better tire, right? That's what everyone said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, there were guys that were on that tire for friggin' forty laps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Max. Uh, I think, I think um, was I think Logan Sarger was on it for like fifty something. Yeah, Stroll and maybe Sargent were on it, obviously waiting for like a safety car or something. Um, yeah, which didn't happen. But like, so the so okay, so the reasoning that I heard was Checo had to start on mediums because he's in pole position. You got to pull away. You can't be on the slower tire. Or you're just going to get you know taken out by everyone else, and then have to make it up. And it's not a good way to start a race. Yeah, but. Who else was on the mediums? Was it everybody? Like, was Alonso on the mediums as well? Yeah, a lot of people were on the mediums. And then, but by the time you got down to Max and ninth, people were running hards. Mm -hmm. And it became very clear that the mediums were not the right tire. The hard is what you wanted to be on. And because Sergio had to switch to hards later in the race, and Max was going to have mediums. The but the, the balance of power then shifted to the mediums because there was more rubber on the track. They were faster tires. It was just like really inevitable that Max was going to beat out Sergio. So the whole thing became very clear within maybe fifteen laps or something how it was going to break down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. So uh, that makes sense because. Uh, Look, I'm I'm the local boy done good. I know what it's like driving in Florida. Uh, it's hot out there, okay? Mm-hmm. And if uh, if a bunch of race cars are going around the track and uh, they're going to heat it up, 
the track is getting hot. And uh it's gonna rubber you know, in. Yeah, mm. exactly. So once the track is hot, you put on those mediums, it's like butter, baby. <laughs> you're cruising. Like you're, you're just cruising around. Like your wheels are made of butter. And the track, it's a big old pancake. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> I didn't know what food item it was going to be. <laughs> I went toast. Pancake Toast good. is too coarse. Pancake? No, yo, I, I agree. Circular. I was worried you were going to say toast, but I like pancake. Yeah. Corn on the cob, too bumpy. Yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> You don't want to be driving on corn on the cob. <laughs> I've been saying that since day one. You don't want to be driving on corn on the cob. Well, that's the Miami GP, folks. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. I have a question. Well, hold, on. Yeah, the rules. hold on. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's I'll say Max had pole. Let's say Max had pole and he had to start on mediums. Mm-hmm. And Sergio, I don't know, ninth is, is a stretch, but St. Sergio was in fourth. Okay. P4. Uh, it started on hearts, although I don't know if you would in P4. But it, it just seemed like it didn't matter that if Sergio, Sergio was as fast as Max most of the race. It was just it was just this tire thing that was the difference maker. If the roles were yeah. reversed, do we think Sergio could have taken Max? No. Because he's just a better driver? Um, no, I think it's because of the... I think him. he would have... I think he would have pulled away too much at the beginning if you think Max, Max would have pulled away. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, and I can also see why would them he have pulled away more than Sergio did? Could... Like it was really clear that those mediums were not good—a good starting tire. The track had no rubber on it; it was brand new. It had rained the night before. I think uh, I think Max would have pulled away because that's his driving style. I think I think Max feels. Only feels comfortable out in front, ahead by a lot. Like he's a he's like a video game player. Okay, him racing is like like watching a guy play a freaking video game. Winning races by forty seconds. Switch up the difficulty, man. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I so did. I was watching Max, race Max highlights. Is, his whole thing had... is pulling out. As, yeah. as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was watching the race highlights, which were uh, with the F1 TV commentators, and one of them was like, it looks like Max is playing the F1 video game set to easy. <laughs> exactly! <sighs> um, but no, I think, I think he would have, one, pulled away quickly. I think also... Like Christian Horner was talking after the race, and he was like, "Hindsight's twenty twenty, and I think Checo would have maybe pushed his medium tires more yeah. at the beginning instead of trying to conserve them." So I think like Max probably would have done that and just like gone pretty hard while he was in front with no one in front of him. No, so really, air. really, you. I was gonna say you think, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'll speak for myself. Thank you very much. Checo, I would say his strategy was like a safety car is going to come. He's like, like, I think I that think, was Max's strategy. They said that was Max's strategy. 
originally to start because of the Pirelli, like, mm. um, you know, whatever those the are compounds. called. The They're, stop, the, no, the strategy I, <laughs> things, whatever. They're yeah, like, like the, the predictions. Yeah, the, the Pirelli predictions. predictions. The Pirelli tires. Yeah. Oh, the Pirelli predictions. Uh, we're saying that the hard tires were. So I think going into the race, the strategy for Max was hard tires, pray for a safety car. And then it mm. quickly became not that because they were like, oh, these are better. Mm. Uh, yeah. Speaking of predictions, Fernando said that oh, yeah, that Max would thing. pass him after 25 laps, which I didn't pay attention and I don't was remember. was 15. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, 15, they, yeah. And, and Max called him out on that in the cool down room. Yeah. He oh, did. my God. But he said it was 14. No, it's not true. It was 15. Man. Just the fact or that. I guess it was on lap 15. The fact so. that he said that in the cool down room means he saw that clip where it's like, oh, yeah accurately predicted last time and it infuriated max it was like <laughs> no well they this guy says tw- uh, lap 25 well i'm gonna Casey, you didn't, faster i'm gonna get i'm gonna you get didn't watch ass. the the pre-show no and they did, i didn't they did they did interview max uh rachel whatever interviewed max in that classic little walking with him to the paddock mm. um and she was like, last time Checo said you were going to get to him at 25. What do you think it'll be now? And he, was, he said, yeah, sorry. And he said 25 again. So he, I maybe he had that in his head. He like conservatively was like, well, let's do 25 again. But mm-hmm. then in the back of his mind was like, if I don't fucking beat this. <laughs> well, I'll it is interesting because like <clears throat> during the broadcast, I think they said that over the radio, they were like a little bit telling him to conserve. And he yeah. just didn't listen and just passed a bunch of people like right off the bat, just kind of like being like, eh, I yeah, can't, so I'm going to do it. Correct. Yeah. Amazing. All right. That was the race. And here at the pit wall, when we like something, we give it a push push. Uh, when we're rating. Okay, hold on. Let me try that again. Me. Remember what we do here on the show. Okay, <laughs> we talk about the race and then we rate them. Okay, so uh, that's the Miami GP, and now we're gonna rate it. And here at the pit wall, when we like something, we give it a push push, and if we don't like something, we give it a box box. So we're gonna rate the race like that. And I'm conflicted. I don't know what I was. What I'm gonna yeah, give I think this. I'm going to give it a push box. I was thinking a push box myself. Um, Interesting. Because ultimately, I thought it was kind of boring for my expectation. My, I had high expectations. Me too. Pyle sent the, the rain forecast. I was really excited about that. Uh, didn't I mean, matter. Yeah, look, it's Florida. It rains every hour. And it yeah. only rains for 10 minutes. Yeah, but that would have been enough if it had just done would've it during enough. the race. But it didn't. They it kept did talking about earlier. the clouds. They did, yeah. In the last stretch of the race. And I was like, oh, are they going to all have to get on intermediates or some shit? That would be interesting. <laughs> um, but ultimately, yeah. So that was boring. Didn't live up to my expectations. But I did like the fanfare of the beginning. And I liked where some teams ended up like i liked that ultimately the ferraris were together 
Alpines were together. Mm-hmm. Like the Haas scored a point. Didn't like that Max got first, obviously. But what can you do? Yeah. I think I'll also go push box. You know what? I'm going to go box push on this one. Okay. Um, I think ultimately I, I liked the fanfare. I liked... I liked the hype leading up to this race, uh, even though I knew just as someone who watches every race that, like, what to expect, uh, which was more the same. But I did really enjoy the American push for this race to be like, F1 is here. This is the year for USA and Formula One racing. Here is a big old show, and Max Verstappen is going to get first, and Sergio Perez is going to get second, and Fernando Alonso is going to get third, and Ferrari is <laughs> going to be disappointed in their performance, and Logan Sargent is going to come in dead last. <laughs> um, oh, we didn't do a prediction. We haven't done yeah, we a prediction. Keep forgetting in to do uh, That would have been my prediction. That Logan would have gotten last. Yeah, everything you just said. Yeah, uh, you could. Okay, I'll do a prediction for the next race. My prediction (laughs) is Max Verstappen will come in first. Sergio Perez will come in second. Fernando Alonso will come in third. And George Russell will come in fourth. Oh. All right. So, box push. I thought the race itself was mid uh, (laughs) impressive that there was no flags or safety car. But, uh, you know, a DRS train, just like drivers in purgatory, just driving around, not 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 a whole lot of battling going on. That's a bummer. But uh, fun. The uh, the atmosphere around it was was really fun. Yeah. I think I'm gonna give it a push push because a push box is a made up thing that you just made up and it shouldn't exist. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Um, but yeah, like you said, all the pomp and circumstance is pretty great. I thought it was, they really did it up. Uh, the race could have been more boring. So it could, it have, could been have been more boring. Yes. So even though I think the outcome was pretty boring and no one really pressed Max that much and there was no real incident. No pressed him at all. Um, it sucked. I still thought it was, uh, I don't know. It was fine. You were listening to it. I was listening to it. (laughs) You were listening to it. Yeah. If I was watching it, I would have been like, eh, that was a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. But you were doing stuff. You were on your little UTV driving around. My utility TV, walking around, driving around, moving sticks. Yeah. So we have to move on. Nice. Hottie uh-huh. of the week. <laughs> My hottie of the week is Daniel Ricardo. Mm. <laughs> Daniel was doing a lot of the heavy lifting le- leading up yeah. to the race this week. He was all over the place. Everyone wanted Daniel Ricardo. He was at uh, the freaking Met Gala. He was at the Met Gala and he looked so nervous there. It was so cute. Like, 
<laughs> These race car drivers are so cute to me <laughs> because because they are clearly dorks. Like they are clearly like nerdy ass dorks that that are like I like I like driving cars. my car fast and I like trying to figure out how to make the car faster. And now I'm talking to Anne Hathaway, and I'm really nervous about it. Oh, and yeah, she knows who I am. This is weird that he Anne almost, Hathaway knows who I am. He was going to die. It was so funny. He was doing all, you know, all the press for this race. Like, he's not on the grid. Yeah. But in America, we love Daniel Ricardo. And he loves I loved us. <coughs> watching him. That one video where he pushes Yuki pushes in the water. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah, that was so beautiful. Good. Daniel Ricardo, you yeah. are the hottie of the week, my man. <laughs> that Yuki video is really cute. My hottie uh, of the week yeah. I think is Lance Stroll. And I don't really have a good reason for this, other than like every interview with him that I saw was just like so professional <laughs> in a really interesting way like he was just very like like everything he said was just like well thought out and like very calm and collected and i was like what is happening to you <laughs> what's going on um, and then yeah and then of course to uh quote uh ll cool j um where is this? my head is like a shark's fin Huh? <laughs> I was quoting LL Cool J. Please move on, Marika. Don't ask me about what I just said. <laughs> uh, no, I was just gonna say, like to quote LL Cool J, he was the guy that came back two from two broken wrists at the start of the season and drove through the pain to score points. Hell yeah, he's brother. a Canadian carrying the hopes of his nation. That's right. It's Lance Stroll. <laughs> Who do you think wrote that stuff? Do you think Will I, I Am? Wrote I, that hope, <laughs> I hope it was a, a Will I Am and LL collab. I think Will I Am is like the connective tissue of racing yes. in America. Yeah. I think yeah. he's F1 racing in America. Yeah. He's actually, I think, behind the scenes, pulling the strings. He's been at like That's every U.S. race. Mm -hmm. He's he's always he hanging around. I've seen him, I've seen him overseas. Yeah. Yep. They've they've uh Martin Brundle has talked to him on the ground yeah. and, and he's always been like it's technology meets sport. <laughs> yeah. Just like uh, how it. I'm technology meets Meat. music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I would anyway, believe that he wrote all the intros, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely like making it happen. Yeah. Anyway, I think, uh, I think Brad the week. Pitt and Tom Cruise are also doing a, a lot, but doing a lot. go off, King. Fernando Alonso for the TV thing. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Hottie B. Uh, and I thought it was funny how the commentators flipped out about it. They loved it. Oh, they loved they it. They ate it up. Fernando, if, I mean, if, if Daniel didn't have such a, such a hot week, uh, I would have given it to Fernando myself. I mean, he's... You know, they talk about Max all the time. This guy, oh, he's the uh, he's gonna win again. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't matter who the champion <laughs> is. This is Fernando Alonso's year. It's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious 
that it's all about Fernando. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, hottie of the week. That makes sense. But what about the little bitch of the day? <laughs> I'm giving a it to Logan bitch. Sargent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's I correct. think that, that's, that's fine. That's self-explanatory. Yeah. Mostly just for being from Fort Lauderdale. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, look, if if they were only going to let one person from the Fort Lauderdale area race in this race, and it was between me and him, and they let him do it, you're going to get lapped? Get the fuck off the track. Let me Went in. through customs at Fort Lauderdale Airport, and it fucking sucked. <laughs> Such a long wait. I'm so sorry. Worse than JFK. <laughs> Fuck uh, you. My little bitch of the day. That's your little bitch of the day. Fort Lauderdale Customs. My little bitch of the day. Fort Lauderdale Hollywood Airport. FLL. <laughs> Eat my shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Casey almost threw his mic. Off screen. <laughs> Finally, something that I, that I care about. <laughs> Flying into the Fort Lauderdale International Airport. Uh, my little bitch of the day is going to be Sergio Perez's pit wall for not radioing him at all during mm. the last section of the race. Thought that was shady. Thought it was weird. And of course, we did finally get Christian Horner coming over the radio at the end of the race being like, Hey, great job, Checo. Um, meanwhile, Max Max's end of race radio was like, that was fucking lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So I'm in, I'm interested to see how this continues for the rest of the season. Maybe I'll tune into Checo's uh his helmet cam. See what's going on. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Do they give you the full radio on on those? Yeah. Wow. Cool. Uh, I watch on ESPN, so I I wouldn't know how they yeah. do it. But that's on. I do too. But sometimes I pull up my on my iPad F one TV, and I mm, double dip. Yeah. Hey, if you're if you want to win. <sighs> I don't want to do mm-hmm. this anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to win, you got to be quick. And if you got to be quick, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, this is written down for him. I'm not looking at it. Wow, great point, Pyle. Hey, if you want to win, you got to be fast. <laughs> and if you're going to be fast, you got to be quick. It's time for a quick cue. Today's quick cue is from Lucy Marie. Lucy Marie asks, if you could rewrite the current grid and put any driver in any team, what would it look like? E.g., I'd knock Russell for Mercedes and have Lando take his seat. Hmm. Hmm. I do genuinely think that's a, a fun one. I'd like yeah. to see that. 
I'd like to see Russell try to drive a McLaren. Yeah, I think I think Russell would hate it, and it would be fun to watch that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I want Max in a fucking Williams. Haas. <laughs> yeah, or Williams. Yeah. Yeah, let's put that motherfucker in a fucking Williams and see how good he does. And He'd let's put Logan Sargent still in, a in the Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um I'll put I'll put uh Carlos in the other Red Bull. Checo can also be in the Williams. Because I, I do think it would yeah. be interesting to just keep them as the same team, but move them to a worse car. Yeah. See I love who that. See who gets first now. Yeah. I, I think would, it'd be uh, funny to put Lance Stroll in the Red Bull and then have him be really good and everyone's like, oh, the guy who paid for his seat is also the best. What does this mean? <laughs> for the yeah. future of the sport. Look, you know, I in three to four years, I think we'll, that'll that conversation will be happening. I think that <laughs> Aston Martin is going to get faster. And people will be like, Lance Stroll, championship contender. But is it because his daddy bought the car? <laughs> <laughs> Let's put Hamilton in the other Aston Martin. Mm. With uh, Fernando and and Lewis. Yeah. And Aston Martins. At that, honestly. It's spicy. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> like that a lot. And um, I would move uh, Pierre Gasly um, into Carlos's seat on Ferrari. Uh, and it would be like Charles that. and Pierre together. That's fun. I, I think Charles would stay. I think I want to keep him in a Ferrari. I can't. I, I, I think I don't I don't see him really on any other team. I see him yeah. in a competitive Ferrari. That's that's. My vision for Charles. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think we crushed it. We crushed it. And if you have a question that you want us to answer, you can send it to our Instagram DMs on Instagram at pitwallpod, where you can follow us and follow us on TikTok at pitwallpod. Uh, and uh, you know what? Why don't you also? Rate us on iTunes and Spotify, five stars, uh, if you like the show. And even if you don't. Just give us five stars. Give us five stars, please. It's like the least you could do is lie about this being a five-star podcast. (laughs) But you don't have to, because it is one. You don't have to lie. Yeah, exactly. I think... I think it's pretty obvious this is a five-star podcast, and you should give those stars to us. Uh, And that is all of the business that I have to talk about with you, dear listener. And we're going to wrap up this episode right now when I say that we will be back (laughs) next You have something, I was gonna, Yeah, I was going to read the fantasy scores like I oh, do yeah. every week. Oh, yeah. Which is also in the document that oh. you could have open on your computer. Yeah, but uh, I, was reading quickly. The, I was reading the end of the document because I wanted fair. this to be over. Yeah, but I know. Please, Mariko, the too. fantasy listings. I know. Uh, on our team, Casey, you're in the lead. Uh, I'm catching up. Pile, you're catching, catching up. up. Second place. I'm still Are you in catching third. up or are you falling behind, man? 
I you was were. falling behind. Now you I'm catching were. up first. Yeah, he's catching first. up. Um, uh, I'm third. Jeff is in fourth. Jake is in fifth. And for the public thing, so sorry, Casey. Um, Massey's mistress, number one. Rigby's rhinos, number two. Ghastly or otherwise, number three. Tim Nando Redux, number four. Uh, tied for fifth is Chad's champions and cereal a bit of bowl. And <laughs> seventh is dumpster fire. Eighth is Yuki's nice poo. Uh, ninth is zoom zoom no boom boom. And ten- tied for tenth is Bucks boosters and John Stomach's team. Casey, what you are now hell? in twelfth. Sorry. Oh my god! I don't realize the I felt trolls are beating so far you. behind. Yeah. Were you in the top ten? In the yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like really fifth. <clears throat> yeah wow uh i looked up a little bit i guess you know i i well i had i had uh i had lance in my lineup and uh and nico um mm. and i don't think i added any chips this week so you know so sorry that'll do it I'll that'll do it. do it you don't add chips everyone knows if you don't add chips to your fantasy racing team like <laughs> You're not you're not gonna get the points to stay in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody. What another what another episode this was. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be we'll be back here next week to talk to you about another episode of Drive to Survive. Because there's not a race until the end of uh, the end of the month. No, the week after next week. Oh, the week after. Next week. <laughs> Man, the way Carlos was talking about <laughs> you the want next this race, episode to end so bad. The way Carlos was talking about uh, the the time until the next race, it felt like it was going to be like three weeks. But you're telling me it's two weeks until the next race? Wow, sure is. All right, well. Uh, We'll talk to you later. Uh, Have a good day. (laughs) Bye. Vroom, vroom to all and to all of BP. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Original.